When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, how's it going? This is Matt here from Silver Fortune. What can we expect from silver and gold through the end of 2018? That's what I want to talk about in this video today. You know, as you can see on this three-month chart right here, and I apologize to my podcast listeners that, that can't see charts, but but uh, let's follow along anyways. It's been a downward trend for the last three months. And if you blow this chart up to the last six months, it's been a downward trend. In fact, if you look year to date, I mean, the first four to five months were, were kind of marked by choppiness in, in the silver and gold markets, but but for the most part, sideways trading. Silver stayed between you know $16 and $17 an ounce with, with just a few exceptions. Uh, gold mostly traded between you know maybe $12.80 and, and $13.60, which is a reasonable range, but again, range-bound, choppy, sideways trading. Uh, and then June came around, and, and both metals began to fall, which is not totally unexpected given the seasonality of precious metals sometimes leads to weakness in uh, summer months. But this has been pretty profound weakness at what I thought was already uh, pretty low prices. And, and you know there were, there were some factors back then that I think a lot of people didn't necessarily see coming as far as dollar strength went and, and emerging market weakness and... and, and the, how far is the Fed willing to take this hiking policy in the trade war? But yet here we are. You know, gold today is around twelve hundred dollars an ounce. That's kind of it's been its its key level to get above or stay below. And 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 silver, on the other hand, has is just barely above fourteen dollars an ounce. In fact, um, you know, I know the the question that I think a lot of you guys will be asking is, you know, with this downward trend, can we expect uh, more weakness out of metals um basically you know will we get new lows and so as you can see in this three-month chart here the low for gold was back in the middle of august at around eleven hundred and sixty five dollars and then the low for precious metals was actually within the last month a little bit later on around actually below fourteen dollars now it's just barely i mean the the, the daily close low was above $14, but it briefly did trade below $14 an ounce. Are we going to hit new lows in the future? I think it's very much a possibility for silver. I'm not so sure on gold, um, but I do think that this trend that we've seen in the last six-ish months um, could continue some. Now, there's more to it than that, um, and I'll kind of flesh this these ideas out here in a second. We could see some more weakness, but I, I, I will maintain what I've said for a long time now that Major weakness. I'm talking gold below a thousand dollars, silver below twelve dollars, ten dollars. I see that as as still very unlikely. Not to say it couldn't happen. I mean, paper markets no no bounds over the short term, but I think it's unlikely, um, especially for something like silver. You know, the, the lower silver has gone, you've seen more and more people buying. There's not a whole lot of people that are are saying. You know what I'm done with silver. You know right now. I mean, there, there's people out there, but I think most of them left the market long, uh, a long, long time ago. And instead, you have a lot of people that are like, "Hey, you know what? I don't care. I understand that silver's a good uh, asset to own right now. 
especially at these cheap prices. And so if it drops more, then, then so be it. I'll buy more, right? And so we've seen silver drop, as you can see, for, into the you know below sixteen dollars into fifteen dollar range, below fifteen into the fourteen dollar range, the low fourteens, and and along the way, especially uh, in the fifteen dollar range and, and in the fourteen dollar range, it's been met with buying a significant demand from the U.S. from uh, you know investment demand here in the U.S. and and, and other places that are buying coins and bars, but also from India, a lot of demand from. Indian, we're still slowly getting some of that data from these last couple of months, how much silver has India been buying, but I expect it to be very significant. And so I do think that that's going to be put somewhat of a floor on silver and gold, uh, along with the fact that I just, I just, I just don't see that much weakness um, given, uh, I don't, you know, I don't see that much dollar strength and, and then some other factors in here as well. But um, I guess it's a possibility for a very short time, but I, I still don't think so. Um, so, so where I kind of see them heading over, you know, the next three-ish months, October, November, um, and and December the, through the end of 2018, is is I think, and again, I'll flesh this out a little bit more here in a second, but I do want to give you guys a bit of an answer early on here rather than wait till the end. Uh, I, I think we're we're going to see a little bit more of of strength in silver and gold. Uh, through maybe the next month or so, through through parts of October, maybe through October, you know, I'm talking maybe silver could you know reach up to fifteen dollars an ounce and, and hover around there for a bit. Gold could maybe get up to maybe like twelve twenty, twelve thirty, but I still don't think that some of the bearishness uh, is over at that point or or the the uh, the downward trend for precious metals. And so, you know, if they do get to those levels, then great. Um, they, they could get knocked down to the levels where they are right now or gold below 1200 silver, low 14s. Um, and, and yeah, they could hit new lows. Silver could go below 14. Gold could go down to 1160, 1150, you know, even below 1150, sure. Uh, but I think by by the end of the year, <clears throat> and that's my, that might be when you see the ultimate lows, is December. I mean, if you look at the the reason being is if you look at like say a five year chart, you you do see a trend of of low prices at uh, you know December that kind of period of time. So for instance, we had the lows um, for I think both metals right here in kind of December January ish of 2015 beginning of 2016, and then they rose again. But then you also had a lot of weakness at the end of 2016 in December. They rose again, and then you had kind of a briefer period of weakness here at the end of 2017. So I won't be surprised if we saw a little bit more weakness this time. But but again, you know, January and and uh, uh, February and March, those tend to be uh, stronger periods for silver and gold. So I think you know we we could see some uh, lows during that period of time. It could come um, before that though. I mean, who knows? There, there's there's a couple factors here. You know, first of all, we had the U.S. elections, which a lot of people focus on, and I haven't. A ton, partly because it's it's the midterm elections, and they're not as big of a deal, I think, as the presidential elections, or at least the markets don't make it out to be as big of a deal. I'll move this back to the three month chart, but um, you know, if Democrats perform well and, and we have a a uh, well, you know, a gridlock, even more of a gridlock in Congress because they've they've taken one either the House or the Senate or. You know, they've, they've taken away most of the Republicans' majority. That's going to make things difficult for Donald Trump. I think that's going to be bearish for the markets. And and who knows, that might incite Trump to do more and more on his own, including things like 
uh, trade policy, tariffs, trade war against China and, and others. Uh, but but I do think that that would be bearish for equities for the markets and and, and bullish for uh, precious metals to some extent. Um, but but just because that's the case doesn't mean that the markets will move on that immediately, you know, right in November in December. But that that could uh, prevent you know these new lows that I'm talking about in December. Now, if Republicans do well, then absolutely we we could see new lows in December, but but not major new lows uh, between now and then. Um, you know, the other big factor that, that comes to mind is the fact that, well, it's it's the fall time, it's September, and it's coming up in October, and this time of year, you know, does lend itself to the possibility of, of major unexpected events, black swans, whether it's in the stock market, the bond market, um, things that could lead to a lot of volatility. And even that doesn't necessarily mean that immediately precious metals would go up. But if 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 it's uh, if it's totally unexpected, beyond what I think a lot of the traders are expecting in those two markets. Um, that, that can cause a significant move in the dollar in equities in the bond markets. Now, with that being said, where do I see the dollar going through the end of this year? And this is a big part of, of why I think these this downward trend, or at least these low prices, are not done for silver and gold. Um, it is the dollar. I mean, this is a, a three-month chart for the dollar. And as you can see right here, around 94, it's, it's, it's a ways off from its highs, Back in in August, this is actually right around the time that you saw those those really low lows in gold, like eleven sixty five. Um, it's a ways away from those uh, highs right there. But but when you look at the bigger picture, it's really not that far off. Considering uh, how much of a move the dollar has made up this, uh, how much it's moved up thus far this year, um, year to date. If you look at the one year, you know it's not that far off of those highs. Five year again. It's, this little blip right here. This is this is those highs uh, back in August compared to where it is right now. And so it very easily could make that move. And, and I do think that it will. I don't think we've seen the end of dollar strength this year for for a couple of reasons. First of all, um, the Fed, the Federal Reserve. Now they are continuing on their tightening policy. They are continuing with quantitative tightening, which is redu reduction in their balance sheet. They are continuing with, with hiking interest rates. In fact, we'll probably get another hike this week. Now, the markets might not initially view that as, as dollar bullish. Oftentimes, they have not. In fact, silver and gold will go up on those, on those types of, of events, even though, you know, in theory, people will say that, well, a, a tighter policy leads to a stronger dollar. Um, sometimes it's kind of a, a buy the rumor, sell the news type of, of trade. Okay, and so you might not see that. With that being said, it is significant news that they are continuing on their tightening policy. And a lot of times what I focus on on this channel is not just the interest rates, but also the quantitative tightening and the reduction of their balance sheet. That's something they continue to press forward on. In coming out in October, they're going to be moving up to the fastest pace yet. And I think that has been a big part of this dollar strength in the last uh, you know, year, or at least since the beginning of the year. I think it's been a big part of that. They, they have not signaled yet that they're done with that. Okay. And I think that is, is going to put some upper pressure on the dollar. And, and almost more importantly, it's going to put some downward pressure on emerging market currencies, on, on the Chinese yuan. Again, I think that's bullish for uh, the dollar over you know, through the end of the year. 
Now, again, we, we could see, just like with, with precious metals rising some, we could see the dollar continue to fall. We could see it drop at 93, 93 and a half, whatever. Uh, but I do think that some of the same fundamentals that were in place during this run up to 97 are still in place for the dollar today. Those haven't changed, right? And so that, that's a big part of why I think precious metals are, are um, this, this weakness could stay a little bit longer. Than, than some people might expect. I mean, the other thing, other than just the Fed, I mean, we, we have this ongoing trade war. We have ongoing emerging market weakness in the first place, which which is, I think, largely caused by Fed, by U.S. government policy. But that's not the whole story, obviously. But that weakness is still going to lend itself to some dollar strength. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you still have, have Donald Trump's uh, key advisor, um, Larry Kudlow, talk about a strong dollar and and I just don't see a weak dollar policy yet. I mean, I've talked about this that that I think the big thing that is going to reverse this this upward trend in the dollar and this downward t- trend in precious metals is going to be the Fed acting, and, and they're going to need a catalyst to act. Um, and by act, I mean reverse their their current policy or at least stop their their current tightening cycle. Uh, but, but they're going to need a catalyst for that, and it just has not arrived yet. As I said, fall time can be a a chaotic time. It lends itself to things like black swans and whatnot. I think uh, people just get nervous, especially around the stock market this time of year. So, so maybe that catalyst is right around the corner, but we can't know for sure. And and if it isn't, if if the stock market continues to go up, which it very well might through the end of the year as a whole, then we might have to wait till beginning of 2019 to really see a move. So. You know, that's kind of my take on it. Um, we could also talk about the Competitive Traders Report. This is another kind of data point that I look at. You know, I don't think it's a be-all, end-all that just because this is something I've talked about in the past. So just, just because commercials are currently uh, net long. This is from barchart.com, by the way, which I, I highly suggest for this type of data. They, they easily compile it for people to look at. Just because commercials are uh, net long right now, and and that's kind of like the first time they've ever done that, maybe ever, or at least in a very long time. Doesn't mean that silver is going sky high. That J.P. Morgan is going to let the market run up. I understand the possibility of that happening. Okay, and and I don't think we should discount that possibility. But I still think it's significant, right? It's not the be all end all, but it's another data point, and I think it's a data point that suggests the lows are in, or the lows are pretty close to being in. That silver and gold don't have a ton of, of more additional weakness, or at least for the time being. Three months in the future, six months in the future, it's a different story. But for the time being, I think, you know, as I said, some strength in precious metals, or at least sideways trading. And then through the, at the end of the year, then we could see potentially some new lows. Um, but, but it really depends on, uh, you know, A, what's going on in, in, in the stock market and the bond market, and how are they handling um that, that trade war and and uh, the merchant market crisis and 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 B what happened in the uh, the midterms, right? That's that's kind of going to be a big I, I think a big determinant of if we're going to see new lows in precious metals in you know in November or December. Uh, but but if both of those things are kind of bullish for precious metals, then hey, I think we could kind of hang around this level for a little bit longer. Gold around twelve hundred, silver above fourteen, maybe right below fourteen around that level. And and then uh, maybe a little bit bump up, head into the end of the year, and then uh, head into next year. Some I think uh, some strength, a bit of an upward trend uh, to to begin 2019. 
So that's my take on it. You know, not super bullish over the short term. I'm not. Um, you guys know that over the long term, I am quite bullish on precious metals, especially silver. But I'm also trying to be real with you guys and, and, and understand that some of these things that have caused silver and gold to go down, um, they're, they're still in play right now today. And so I, I don't think they're necessarily going to change anytime soon in the next month or two. But again, it's a volatile time of year. Anything can happen. So you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video. You know, I should add one other thing, um, one additional thing. As, as I look at this chart right here, uh, right now on the screen, gold being around 1200. I think that 1200 number is a pretty key level for gold and, and silver. Um, and so I should add that if gold can muster a rally up to 1210, 1220, and stay above that 1200 mark, I think that that would signal that for, for a little bit, for, for at least a little while, a couple of weeks, another month or whatever, that silver and gold will see some strength or some sideways trading uh, before they potentially drop again, if they drop again. Um, but if it can't, then who knows? Maybe we're going to see a little bit more sideways or downwards trading over the next month. So I think that's a key level to watch as well. Um, I'd say even more key than, than, than silver's $14 level. So you know, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this video down below in the comment section. If you enjoy my work, you uh, there's a couple different ways you can support me. Um, it's as simple as liking this video, subscribing to my channel, and commenting down below. Commenting down below. Those things help a ton. Uh, I also have a link down below in the description to my Patreon page. So if you want to, uh, if you want to help me out through that way, basically how it works is, is you can subscribe on a monthly basis, uh, you know, for as little as a dollar a month to to support me that way. But but you know, as always, I'm just happy to have you guys here watching. Honestly, watching this video through this at this point in this video, you know, the the whole way through, that's probably the number one thing that you can do to support me. So I thank you for that. Thank you guys all from the bottom of my heart for watching this video, and God bless.